Good radio. <laughs> this is good radio. <laughs> yeah, just you gnawing on that fucking nicotine gum. No. Oh, that's good. Hold fucking on. horse mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should see me eat pussy. Oh, oh, disgusting. Fucking disgusting. Holy lord. All right, Eddie. They never let me do it. No one lets you do it because they see you chewing gum and beef, and they're like, "You'll never go between my legs with that terrible, terrible mouth." Oh, man. It's like Alien. I've got a little mouth inside this mouth. Yeah, oh, that mouth man. is even more disgusting. In the name of the Father mouth. and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear Lord, please don't let Holden eat pussy anymore. No, it's tingling, by the way. Oh man! All right, so Holden's got the a big. Yes, yeah. Holden's tongue is tangling in it. It's going to ruin whatever young lady is dumb enough to let his horse mouth get close to her snatch hole. So, God, if you could do me a favor, and any time a woman sees Holden McNeely, make her drier than Death Valley. <laughs> in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Wow, that was unbelievably nice. I hope the Lord makes all snatches dry across the country. If God doesn't do it, this podcast will. Welcome to the Roundtable, <laughs> gentlemen. The stinkiest show around and the greatest thing you've ever heard. Uh, who is on the program? Molly Neffel. Molly Neffel. Ed Larson. Holden McNeely. Kevin Barnett. I'm Ben Kissel, and in the Chuckle Hut, I've Googled words. We've got the enthralling... Mesmeric, jocular, waggish, sportish, Louis Katz. You had to Google sportish? (laughs) (laughs) I Googled it. And uh, straight from San Francisco, right off the boat, Alex Cole. (laughs) Prepossessing. (laughs) The always prepossessing Alex Cole. Yeah, I thought of that first. (laughs) Thank you. That's an acronym. Do you know what acronym? You mean synonym? Louis, <laughs> are you hosting a show right now? Could you not call me out on how drunk I am? <laughs> and as always, the good newsman, Marcus Parks. Marcus Marcus, what do you got for us, buddy? A uh, brand new Gandhi biography just came out. Who the fuck cares? Oh, you're going to care. All right. <laughs> uh, turns out Gandhi was a sexual weirdo, <laughs> a political incompetent, uh, and a uh, extreme racist. And he murdered Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> he puked inside his mouth. Yeah, I remember that. Sounds like Holden. So, what's been going on here with the uh, with the biography? How is this affecting his uh, his overall image? His popularity. Yeah, you know the old Gandhi flair. It seems to be uh, wavering a little bit now. Well, Gandhi was uh, a ver- was someone idolized in the uh, civil rights movement back in the uh, '60s. Uh, Martin Luther King loved him, uh, but he was amazingly racist towards the blacks of South Africa. Quote. Uh, we were then marched off to a prison intended for uh, kafirs, which was the uh, name for uh, black South Africans at the time. Uh, quote, what were they called? Kafirs. Kafirs? Now, is that like a racist term, or is that just like what they were referred to as? I think, is that what they're still referred to as? Molly, you're a smart lady. Why, why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> you said you went, I, because you're the most intelligent troll. one out of all of us. Molly, yeah. you regularly take part in discriminating against the black population of South Africa. <laughs> I don't know. That re- ca- Kaffirs reminds me of that yogurt drink, kefir. Oh. Interesting. Okay, there so they go. were a yogurt drink. <laughs> yeah. So they were being, they were being marched uh, off. And what did Gandhi say about that? Uh, well, uh, Gandhi uh, and his supporters, they were being jailed in South Africa by uh, the Dutch, I suppose. And he said, uh, we were then the marched Dutch. Up- The Dutch? How much of a pussy do you have to be to be jailed by the Dutch? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the, the, the pipes they use to hold you in are made of licorice. And all they serve you is chocolate and Fantastic fat butt. They chain your ankles together, but you're wearing those adorable wooden shoes. I mean, that's the thing. Click them together three times, and a Dutch maid will come and blow you and fucking get you out of the cuffs immediately. Oh, man. So many whores. I love the Dutch. So you can hear them coming a mile away, too, with those fucking shoes. I mean, that's the thing. They're the worst ninjas of all time. 
You imagine a gaggle of Dutch ninjas. <laughs> They're quick, though. I'll give them that. They're hailing outside, and we're about to be attacked by white sea whites, man. That's probably why they're not ninjas, man. I never, you know, I've always worried about that. Wondered. I was like, why are there no Dutch ninjas? Now I understand. It yeah. makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. Black shoes. Yeah, shoes. <laughs> so, uh, so they're in a Dutch prison. Well, yeah, they were uh, being taken to a Dutch prison that was uh, usually reserved for kaffirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gandhi said... I feel like you might be saying a very offensive word, by the way, with this kaffir. So let's yeah. take it to... Let's take well, it to but, I mean, this is uh, quotes from, uh, from Gandhi. All right. uh, how, how is it spelled, though, man? Is it, is it like... K-A-F-F-I-R-S. Ooh, sounds Ooh. dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was spelled N-I-G-G-E-R, I would say that's a racist word. <laughs> <laughs> Not, so it's not just lost in translation. <laughs> so, uh, he okay, said, so they're held there. Yeah, Gandhi said, quote, We could understand not being classed with whites, but to be placed on the same level as the natives seemed just too much to be put up with. Oh, wow. Kaffirs Gan- are... Kaffirs are a rule uncivilized, the convicts even more so. They are troublesome, very dirty, and live like animals. Wow, you got what? called dirty by Gandhi? Yeah, Gandhi <laughs> stinkiest dude ever! Damn. I mean, you know, the dude the dude may be a racist, but I respect him more now because I find out about all this hate. I love that. <laughs> full of hate. Nobody's perfect, you guys. Nobody's perfect. Even the face of the civil rights. Well, I think we just found out that he is perfect. (laughs) I'm with you on this, KB. It's it's nice to know he's a human being. I agree. Now Uh, we just need to see some footage of Mother Teresa sucking toes in South Africa and be like, she was a fucking, she loved that dick and all those toes. And be like, I love Mother Teresa even more now as well. I mean, I don't doubt at this point that Gandhi could fly and shoot fireballs. That's a thing. (laughs) Possible. (laughs) Scissor kick. Get Gandhi a fucking TV show. That's what I say. Absolutely. Uh, he was also uh, a sex. Well, I wouldn't say a sexual deviant, but kind of. Uh, when he was in his seventies and close to leading India to independence, this was in you know his heyday. He encouraged his seventeen-year-old niece Manu to be naked during her quote nightly cuddles with him. No, oh, that's nice. Yeah, he used to cuddle up with his seventeen-year-old niece naked. It's well, I mean, 17 is almost 18. So niece. We, yeah, niece. Yeah, <laughs> niece is almost stranger. <laughs> it seems like, yeah, most people we idolize tend to be kind of tan in bed with uh, with 17-year-old boys and or girls. Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe was all up with his 13-year-old cousin. Come on. There we, we go. We, we don't mm-hmm. stop reading Edgar Allan Poe, do we? Absolutely not. No, Michael not Jackson. Lots of cats by his grave. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Edgar Allan Poe's grave in Baltimore covered in cats. Covered in cats. Really? It is just covered in cats, man. It is weird. Live cats or dead cats? Live cats. Live cats. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're all going to die. Maybe it was just you, Ed. Maybe <laughs> you were covered in cats. And you're like, you know the Target in Baltimore? Covered in cats. <laughs> just, like the Everywhere Nissan that you drive in Baltimore full of cats. <laughs> I feel like you're the cat king. You're the cat man. But speaking of cats, we we have the wonderful Lucifer cat over here, Louis. What do you think about this Gandhi news? I mean, how does this shat? I, I would assume this also made him anti-Semitic as well. Uh, you have a you have a letter that he wrote to Hitler, which it wasn't too uh, kind of the uh, Jewish people. Well, he's uh, there's it's kind of a half and half type thing here. He did uh, write Adolf Hitler a letter with started off with the words "my friend." Uh, okay. Well, you know, he's just trying to get on his side. They're both vegetarians, right? So yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got that coming. <laughs> uh, but his uh, turns out in 1908, he left his wife for a German Jewish architect and bodybuilder named Hermann Kallenbach. Oh, wow. so awesome. I so uh, so even better. Yeah, it gets better and better. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm not even done yet. Yeah, I have to, I have to renege on my anti-Semitic comments. Yeah. He's obviously not that. No, he's down. No, no, no. He uh, he wrote to this is in a letter to Colin Bach. Quote: Your portrait is the only one that stands on my mantelpiece in my bedroom. The mantelpiece is opposite to the bed. He was just masturbating. (laughs) Furiously. So hard. I feel like, do you think Gandhi has to touch his dick to come? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like his hands are too sandy. Some people can. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't even know if that's part of the culture. I don't think that's even right. (laughs) India is not a sandy country. (laughs) You never know. It's dusty. I know that much. I know I don't want to go there. Uh, well, I always imagine Gandhi somewhat similar to Dalsam from Street Fighter. So I imagine that he could stretch his dick and jerk his dick off with his own dick. That's probably. A thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> God love them. Uh, and uh, for some reason, cotton wool and Vaseline were a quote constant reminder of Colin Bach, which uh, uh, for some reason, yeah, I am fairly certain we know the reason. Yeah, well, co- cotton sex. balls and but cotton wool. <laughs> what? No, that's not the reason. Every time Gandhi <laughs> saw Vaseline, he thought of his Jewish lover from Germany. I mean, I believe that would be because Vaseline used to be all over that fellow's penis when he was sticking inside of Gandhi's unbelievably sensitive asshole. Well, here's what the uh, biographer believes. He believes that this might relate to the enemas Gandhi gave himself. Ooh. Oh. With the dude's dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. With his own dick? What are you talking about? No, with the, with his boyfriend's dick, dick, the Jewish fella. She was a girl. It was a girl. Oh, it she was a girl? A no, no, no. This, this was, you know, this was a dude. This is a German guy. He had a girl whenever he was older, 1908. He was in his 40s. Oh, the I Jewish believe. guy was a guy? Yeah, the Jewish That's guy was a guy. That's why he's a Jewish guy. <laughs> <laughs> his name was Herman. I Herman? Oh, how did you miss this? like a German name. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Would, would you date a chick named Herman? If she was hot? Yeah. yeah. What if she had a dick? <laughs> it was a, yeah, it was a it was a body a Jewish bodybuilder from Germany named Herman. That was the fellow that Gandhi fell in love with. Yeah, back oh. in nineteen oh eight. But back to uh Manu, the woman the seventeen year old niece that uh let's see here what he would do. He could also be very vicious to Manu, oh, whom he on one occasion forced to walk through a thick jungle where sexual assaults had occurred in order for her to retrieve a pumice stone that he liked to use on his feet. I will say, though, uh, in his defense, she was then in P. Diddy's Making the Band. <laughs> so she, she was a pop star after it, that. It doesn't end. When she returned in tears, Gandhi cackled with laughter at her <laughs> and, and said, if some ruffian had carried you off and you had met your death courageously, my heart would have danced with joy. Wow! Nightmare rape jungle is right outside his house where he's like, go through that uh, that jungle, and if you make it through, it's like a video game. Like, if you make it through. But all you get is a footstone. That's fucking <laughs> shitty. Yeah, well, he really liked those footstones. <laughs> Alex, how is this changing your view of Gandhi? I would assume you have a... You, you, your idea of him before was very... Uh, you, you honored him. You put on him a mantle as a peace-loving kind I of fellow. I had a painting of over the mantle that I masturbated to. That's <laughs> Almost every night. I'm surprised there's they even there were Jewish bodybuilders at any part in time. That seems <laughs> that seems really surprising. The most surprising thing to me. Uh, I think I would jerk off to that too and so write him letters if I knew there were Jew bodybuilders out there. Yeah, just because you had the chance, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an opportunist. Gonna, yeah. Look, man, I'm just trying to say, way to go. Uh, <laughs> So in that letter to Hitler that Gandhi sent, that starts out with the uh, "Hey friend," what was the what, what was the context of that? What, what was it full of? Well, he was uh, trying to uh, get him to uh, you know pay attention to nonviolence from the Jews. That one was kind of that wasn't one was okay. Like that wasn't what that one wasn't that bad. That one is just mostly funny because he uh, called Hitler his friend. No, he's just buttering him up. I'll yeah. give him a pass on that one. Also, yeah. Hitler uh, hates the British and he hates the British. So maybe I mean I'm, I'm certainly not down with Hitler, but that's a good. If you got to align yourself with somebody, you got to align with someone. The enemy of your fucking enemy is your friend. It's uh-huh. a good point. Yeah, right but now. here is uh, one thing that Gandhi said. Gandhi claimed that there was an exact parallel between the British Empire and the Third Reich. Yet while the British imprisoned Gandhi in luxury for 21 months. Uh, Hitler stated that he would simply have had Gandhi and his supporters shot. Well, there you go. I guess Hitler. That's classic Hitler. That is vintage Hitler. Jump into conclusions. Good old hitty hit. Gandhi and Mussolini were great friends. They got on so well whenever they hung out with each other. I imagine Mussolini knew how to throw out a party. Mm -hmm. Throw a party. Yeah, Yeah, he was very hilarious, man. And I will say, if somebody has a gun to your face, the first thing you do is be like, Buddy! My friend, yeah. do not shoot me, please. So I guess it was a good approach by Gandhi to really, uh, you know, get get Hitler on your good side, especially knowing the fact that Hitler would probably shoot him in the face. Yeah. Had they ever met face to face? Yeah, Hitler's got a pretty small wheelhouse there. Gandhi's got to work with what he's got. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. that's yeah. true. But what about this? Uh, Gandhi also preached. He told the Jews of 1940 Germany, yeah, uh, to not. No violence against the Nazis. That was one of his approaches as yeah. well, right? Oh, no, this is great. He told the Jews to uh, practice nonviolence against the Nazis and that their practice of nonviolence would, quote, melt Hitler's heart. He's <laughs> 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 just a troll. Ah. He's just trying to get the Jews killed. That's oh, the man. thing. That's what I'm thinking at this point. <laughs> man, I hate Gandhi. <laughs> no, yeah. no. 
This is, <laughs> not, not the conclusion we should draw from this. The conclusion is that this biographer is a fucking asshole. What the fuck has he done in his life? Except dig up trash on Gandhi. He won't do shit compared to Gandhi ever in his life. Fuck this biographer. Exactly. I like the bi- uh, biographer. I think he's digging out the real uh, information about Gandhi. And if you think about it, nobody's ever come to power, become world-renowned and known without being a total asshole. you got to squash a lot of heads. And in order to become the most peaceful man in the world, you got to crush a lot of balls <laughs> to get yeah. to that status. Exactly. So yeah. I'm saying... Lick a lot of asses out. Yeah, you got to lick a lot of ass. Lick a lot of ass. you got to suck a lot of ball. Uh-huh. Get a lot of cum. You've got to put your feet in the blood of the righteous man. And that's how you become the most peaceful man in the world. Out of fucking snakes. Footstone the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Oh. But everyone's talking about how great of a leader was. He was a political incompetent up until the until you know he finally did something because he just kept fucking up the whole time because he would tr- like they would start to get going towards something and then he'd just be an asshole and piss people off and they're like fuck it I ain't working with that guy. Does he have any? Are there any examples in there of what he did to be an asshole? <laughs> Fucking kidding me? <laughs> he took down the fucking British Empire. Yeah. What? He's the shit. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? He, he stumbled for a while and then he took down a colonial. He took down Britain. He could have done Hitler it a lot didn't earlier. Take down you know. Britain. I do enjoy that he took down Britain. That's uh, that's definitely for sure. Who but is that? Uh, that yours? I don't know. Mystery, mystery phone. Is it Jen Johnson? Jen Johnson. Do you know who she is? I don't know who Jen Johnson Should we call is. her back? I think yeah. we should. Yeah, I think we absolutely should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get Put it Jen. on speaker, right? Can you do that? Who knows how to work this fucking thing? Here, let me try it. Oh, my God. You should see this Ed Jen with that Johnson. piece of technology. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. you got to unlock it. Oh, man. you got to draw a pattern. Let's just break it. Yeah. <laughs> Eat it, Ed. <laughs> There's candy inside. Nonviolence, Brad. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're here judging Gandhi, and now we're like, smash this phone! <laughs> smash this stranger's so phone! We're but setting we, Wall Street on fire. Oh, we've never claimed to be good people. I think that's... <laughs> That's the irony of it. On a mar- far more mi- a micro level, it's like this This news is only shattering and uh, very bizarre because of the fact that everybody thinks Gandhi is such a fantastic person, similar to when Tiger Woods fucked, uh, you know, all those 20 uh, prostitutes and whatnot. It was only a big deal because, uh, you know, everyone thought he was not doing that. That is not an apt comparison whatsoever. It is. <laughs> I believe you that tell it is. me Gandhi didn't play golf? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Terrible at golf. He just kept on masturbating to that Jewish caddy of his. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, I think that it's only it's only interesting because of Gandhi's, uh, you know, our perception of him being totally good and amazing, when in reality nobody is. And uh, it's just, it's interesting that this come to light. I mean, how, he's dead, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, dead yeah, as yeah. fuck. Yeah. He's way dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Super so dead. Be, extra dead. Mm. Super dead. Yeah. Dead as you can be. Yeah. Yeah. So it's bizarre that it's coming out very, very late. You have a feeling he had all of this stuff very, very much on lockdown and whatnot. Yeah, yeah like how is this just, you know, how is it coming out, like, now? Like, how does it stay hidden and then a dude who, you know, never knew him? Well, the way that it was, the way that it was put in the article is that, you know, this, you know, the autobiographies about Gandhi that have been released, like, people were just kind of good with it. Like, where they were you know, like, oh, yeah, Gandhi's an amazing guy. He's awesome. That's all we really need to know about Gandhi. And this guy dug a little bit deeper. He's like, oh, no, there's some pretty fucked up shit about Gandhi going on in that. I, I think it's a fantastic biography. I mean, obviously, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. I think it's good. I mean, I think he's a good person and he's a bad person. He's just a normal person. And I think and that's he's what. He's a human. He's not a demigod or anything like that, man. He just <laughs> fucked up a little bit. He's yeah. just a, And did he even fuck. He did, did he really fuck up? I don't think he fucked up at all. He just fucked a, a fucking I mean, Jewish bodybuilder, which. Yeah, that's what you do to them. Does this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how. That's the normal thing to do when you just, see a Jewish it bodybuilder. It just goes to show everyone has a little bit of Ben Kissel in them. And I think we all need to. <laughs> Realize, recognize that, you know. And that's the part that I like about him. You know, and then, of course, you have all of that uh, peace stuff. Which Does this get over make uh, Ben Kingsley a piece of shit, too? <laughs> I would imagine Ben Kingsley has done far worse things than Gandhi, but you never know. I mean, I, I yes. feel like you could read... <laughs> yes. I feel like you could read Ben Kingsley's biography by the rings around his anus. Similar to how you learn how old a tree is. That's going to be the true test. So when Ben Kingsley dies, I want his butthole uh, saved on ice, and I will look through it, and I'll have a pen and whatnot, and I'll jot down my notes, and uh, we're going to figure out exactly what he's been doing. (laughs) But until that happens... 
Okay. Until that happens, the the the, the jury's out on Ben Kingsley. However, I think you were just you were just searching. You for just something fucking rambled. Feel free to fill the airwaves with something. I've always said that. I don't like talking. I've never said anything of any significance. But sticking with biographies, there is a new biography out by a completely different type of person. Who is this about, Marcus? Sammy Hagar. Ah, oh, Mastakila. Yeah. Uh, this is an autobiography, though. Oh, uh, it's written bo- crayon. <laughs> Written on a Perkins, on a Perkins menu. It's written on a little chalkboard, you know. So it's always, it always keeps getting erased. Uh, well, uh, it, it's called "Red: My Uncensored Life in Rock," uh, and I'm just gonna go ahead and read this. Remember the story in the book where I have a dream about being contacted by aliens in the foothills above Fontana? That was real. <laughs> Oh, my God. Quote, aliens were plugged into me. It was a download situation. This was long before computers or any kind of wireless. There weren't even wireless telephones. Looking back now, it was like, fuck, they downloaded something into me. Or they uploaded something from my brain, like an experiment. See what this guy knows. I saw what I considered to be, well, at the time, I thought it was a car with no wheels. I saw this thing floating across a field, creating this big dust storm. I threw rocks at it and shit. (laughs) 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 It sounds like a piece of farm equipment. Oh my that god, is insane. My uh, respect for him just went up so much. You're going up with that oh, one. Man. Oh, it's, yeah, it's great, man. He saw an alien space. He defended the whole human race. <laughs> he wasn't dealing with no fuck shit. He saw some fuck shit going on. He threw some rocks at it. <laughs> he did a lot more than Mel Gibson in signs, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> What a cha- So, what information does he think that the aliens took from him? He does recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why they haven't attacked us yet. They've just yeah, been loaded just for the past loaded. thirty years. <laughs> oh man, he doesn't even say. He's, the- he, he's just like, yeah, they downloaded something, or maybe they uploaded something. I don't know. I want to. I want to throw a quick plug out for Dan Aykroyd Unplugged on Netflix right now. <laughs> fucking Dan, a fucking an hour and a half of Dan Aykroyd talking about aliens. <laughs> it rules. He's like chain smoking the whole time while he's doing it. Yeah, Dan, it's just great. Dan Aykroyd. It's a movie. It's just Dan Aykroyd talking about aliens. That's you it. You guys know about how uh, Ronald Reagan was like really, really into aliens. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, know I thought he hated them. He, his, you know, his theory was because he was all like, "Oh fuck, Cold War, Russia, everyone, we're fighting with them." And he, his theory was, "Well, you know what? We're all fighting on the Earth. We're all fighting now. But if there was ever a space invasion, then we would all unite. All the countries of the world would unite against the space invaders." And he wrote this into a speech in front of the UN General Assembly several times. And his speech editors like took it out, and he was like, "Put it back in." Like they were like, he, like they were like, "You can't talk about space invaders." To the UN, and he was like, I'm gonna talk about space and <laughs> I'm an actor. I'm from Hollywood. Yeah. Wow. And he did it. That's well, that, awesome. uh, that's, that's the plot of Watchmen. Yeah, yeah that's the Watchmen. Right? Really? Yeah. 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 That's I mean, why he was, was the greatest president of all time. <laughs> that was the 80s, right? That was the same time period as the book. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right. There's a correlation. Yeah, Definitely. no, it yeah. was the, the Star Wars plan. He was real into sci fi, yeah. that guy. He really- probably why he got shot. Think about that for a second. <laughs> Good point, Ed. That's exactly why he got shot. No, but yeah, his Star Wars plan was so insanely out there and ridiculous. He was a fairly forward-thinking guy, considering the fact that, you know, he didn't think AIDS actually existed. <laughs> but other than that, it's kind of bizarre. He believed in aliens, but not AIDS. Did- yeah, I don't know if forward-thinking is an accurate way to... Well, there was something. Alzheimer's. <laughs> That's the thing. All right. Early, early stages of Alzheimer's. Didn't he want to build a bubble around America? Is this true? Someone told me about that. He wanted to build like a force field around yeah. America or something well, yeah, like that. That was one of his many ideas. That. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah. Awesome. I feel like he president. He was. He mostly presided in his underwear. All of these ideas seem like they come in a nice pair of boxer briefs. Good for Ronald Reagan. So is Sammy Hagar? What's this? Uh, is there any new news in this uh, documentary? Does he b- spill any beans on that terrible group that he was a part of or anything? No. 
no, nothing. No, just the no, alien no, invasion. Not, nothing at all. It was just like, yeah, there's this one part in the book where he talks about aliens and all the rest of it's pretty boring. Anybody have any, um, see any UFOs or anything like that? We got yeah. any cool shit like you did? Yeah. What, what'd you see? Uh, I saw uh, lights darting across the sky whenever I was hanging out in a cemetery in high school. Oh, uh, yeah. Texas, see, man. you also used to say you like to trip balls in a cemetery about once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Everybody's telling me that. Yeah, those lights were my fingers. <laughs> were those lights your hands? Were those lights your hands? Uh, that's cool, though. Yeah, Texas, right? I mean, yeah. that airspace seems to get a lot of uh, UFO activity. Oh, yeah. Well, we sure. got. Well, we spend a lot of time staring at things. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. General Knight was... not your wives. Yeah. <laughs> those are the real aliens here. <laughs> that's the thing, man. I agree with Ronald Reagan, though. If aliens did attack, I mean, it would be a world we would finally all get together just as people and i think that would be pretty fantastic and we would get destroyed immediately yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fuck all that man kill an alien i'll kill the shit out of an alien how right now how are you gonna kill the shit out of an alien with your fucking non-levitating body and without the gun control to do heart so? man they don't care about your heart they have eight hearts <laughs> so many hearts man that's the thing you guys are good. you guys are the first to die no i'll fix the alien problem just like i fix every problem i have with a girlfriend i just start crying in front of it I'll just cry and cry and cry until it finally falls asleep. We never talk about it again, you know? I'm glad that you use the pronoun it to refer to both girls and aliens. <laughs> They're similarly foreign to Holden. Oh, completely. I don't even know what's going on in any of the parts. Louis, what do you think? What, what do you, what's your take on aliens? You think they're up there? You think they're watching? You think they're uh, out in another world? Or you think they just don't exist? They're out there somewhere, and then when they come here, they will fuck us up. That's all I think. I don't. I, I mean, mm-hmm. Ron Reagan's right. We need to defend ourselves against them. So you're gonna you you want that Star Wars program up there immediately? We got to do it. We don't even need it for the aliens. We can just knock out some other countries' satellites. Knock out someone's cell phones. No cell phones for you. Fuck you. Lasers at your fucking satellite. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of that? Uh, you can't call anybody. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> and now you're getting bombed on. You know what I mean? I mean why, why are we bombing them? Why are we bombing everybody? What do you mean? I'm saying they're like, brown. <laughs> everybody what? knows that. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> no, I'm with oh, we on just, this one. We tend, oh, yeah. we tend to brown. No, I know. bomb <laughs> mostly brown people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, man. Yeah, well, it's my, that was my liberal stance. No, I'm, I'm I was calling you. racism on America. I never do that. Yeah, yeah, I usually yeah. love it when we do that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's usually the brown ones are getting too wild. Well, we do have a. A story that relates to that. Uh, a Portland rock band tried to trademark their name, but their application was rejected twice on the grounds that the name is racist. They're an Asian American band. Their name, The Slants. Oh, that's fine. They're I mean, it's a great name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It works. Yeah. Just don't trademark it. No one else is going to be the slants. You're yeah. fine. I mean, yeah. you really, the fucking, it's racist to not give them that. They could be talking about, they could be talking about scoliosis. Maybe they all have scoliosis. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I was going right. to say they're just extremely farsighted. How are the tunes? You listen to the slants? No. <laughs> I don't see they're all sitting down with acoustic guitars. It can't be that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, they're. Uh, Why can't you trademark something racist? Uh, it's a part of the uh, American uh, trademark law. That sounds they, un-American to me. Yeah, yeah. it sounds extremely yeah. un-American. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but NWA could uh, trademark their name. Yeah. What was what was their name, Marcus? Niggas with attitude. I want Marcus Thank you, to Kevin. say it. <laughs> just totally ate that one. Why did you take that bullet for Marcus? Because he was going to get so nervous, he was going to be like, how do I say it? I'm from Texas. When I say it, I usually mean it, so I do the right word, and then now I can't do it. It dude's supposed to take the bullet in that situation. Yes. Uh, it's not like you know a lot about man. black yeah. culture. Yeah. But this does seem like another typical situation of white liberals being ironically racist against... Asian people. Oh man, you're right. Like it's 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 just a word. It's only racist if you're already thinking racist thoughts, right? Yeah. And you, you know. I don't think you can really be racist towards Asian people. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Not not until three months after the, the Japanese tsunami, then yeah. you can start being racist again. <laughs> but they get three months of pure love and Sean Penn attention. Oh man, my uncle hates him. Man, he was a nom. He like he's he's ridiculous. That doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't make it right. But it it gives it. It went, okay, why do you hate Asians? I was in NUM! Okay. <laughs> That's allowed. Why do you hate Germans? I was in WW2, whatever. I mean, you know, they fought t- till the death, so I can understand that. Fair enough. Yeah, but he won't even, like, he, he won't, if, a, if one of his daughters brought home an Asian dude, forget about it. 
It would have been. It's a nightmare. Like, it's, it's the but big deal. Yeah, so like, nice. <laughs> yeah, so nice. That's the thing. For the most part, successful. You know. Right. And he knows we're not in Vietnam. Yeah, it's, no, like, yeah. it's, it's not the same Asian. No, no, no of there's course many not. of them. Yeah, that would be amazing <laughs> if she brought brought an Asian boy from home and he just dives behind the couch and starts throwing his socks like they're grenades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be very, very fantastic. So, any hoot, nanny. What's going on, Marcus? Feel the <laughs> airwaves. <laughs> All right, there's a, a new poll that has come out that says that church churchgoers much more likely to be obese. It's all mm. the fucking Jesus Obvious. blood they're eat, drinking and eating. Yeah. <laughs> you think that Jesus blood is high in calories, Eddie? No, oh, yeah, of course, man. Son of God. You tell me it's not delicious? <laughs> I have no idea what the. You never ate like. communion? It's not that well, bad. Well, I went to Catholic school, and uh, but I never went up for communion because I'm not Catholic, but I went, to ev- I went to an evangelical church, and uh, we did not drink wine for the blood. We believed that Jesus' uh, blood was also grape juice. Oh, so yeah. Grape we did, juice was the blood. Yeah, we did grape juice too yeah, at the Methodist church, yeah. Juice. I got wine. You got the one? Fucking creepy ass Christians drinking blood. It's fucking weird. It is. (laughs) It is weird, right? It's really weird. There was a story that uh, Father Steve uh, told us in high school about he went to the Vatican and they were having this ceremony and he swore that the that the uh, the fake wafer crackers turned into a lump of drippy blood and like actual flesh of Jesus. And this was his big like uh, this was his his big like claim to fame. Jen Johnson, answer the phone. We got Jen Johnson calling in for the show. Number one fan, long time listener. Hit the green one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second, Jim. We gotta put you on speaker here. How do you do that? I don't know how to Menu? do that. Menu? Oh my Hold god. On. How do you do it this, Jim? Like two gorillas. How you doing, darling? What's going on? Uh, you're on the um, you're on the the wonderful roundtable, gentlemen. Say hello to America and Canada. Say hello, Jen. Don't get don't get uh, camera shy, Jen. Hey! hey. So, Jen, what are you calling for? What's going on? What do you need? Do you need some drugs? <laughs> get, you want to get high? High? No, no, no drugs. No <laughs> drugs. Jen, you need a wafer? <laughs> who are you calling, Jen? Pat's very nice guy. He yeah. left his phone in the recording studio, so we just picked it up. Oh, is Pat the magician? Yeah, Pat's the magician. He's got he's got a truck full of rabbits outside. Jen, <laughs> does Pat being a magician turn you on? Whoa. Um, depends on what kind. Depends on what kind. What kind of magician is sexy? What kind of magician is not sexy? Well, if you're a magician in the bed, then I think that kind of Fair. So basically, you want to make you want him to make his cock disappear inside of your butt. Ooh, that's a little much. That's Is that a possibility, much. though? That's a little much. That's a, don't, Jen. You don't have to answer that, Jen. Jen, could you answer it though? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you call Pat back in thirty minutes, he'll pick up the phone. All right. All right, Jen. Well, Jen have, can you answer the question? No, <laughs> Are you, Jen? God bless you. Have a nice day. There we go. We're done with Jen. Yeah, she's a nice girl. Actually. Yeah, she's. Yeah. A nice I wanted girl. to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, matter. She's a nice girl. No, she, is this not his girlfriend? Is it? It is his girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah. So the answer yeah, yeah, would be yeah. yes. <laughs> I knew they were dating. Ben, you're gonna be the first person who gets arrested for sexual harassment on, to, like by harassing a stranger on the phone. Over That's a not possible. <laughs> I, I'm not hiding my penis inside of her. I, I hide my penis inside of my own fat when I sit like this. <laughs> my dick is only large when I'm lying straight on my back. Dick shrink like that. Molly, have you ever had a penis like that where you can't find it? <laughs> Knock on wood. No, I have not oh, yet. Thank God. Thank God. That's the thing about the male genitalia. It can be very large and can be very small just depending on position, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. What, kind of, what kind of body parts do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Magic one. They're fun. I mean, I don't know. I have actually been going through uh, quite the crisis lately. I My penis is small. Okay. And that's what small I Small for your size or small in general? My penis is five inches long. And it is the size of, it's like that. And I have come to the conclusion that it's actually very tiny, though, because I was in the mirror, and I was masturbating to uh, Yourself? Yes. Wow. Just looking at my hairy titties. No, I was obviously thinking of something else. Uh, Probably a large, muscular Jewish fellow. (laughs) And uh, and I realized uh, that uh, my penis is very tiny, and then I went limp, and I could not come. So that is my current... uh, Were you hammered? Ben, 
I was not hammered. Really? I was sober as fuck. This was, and you were awake? I don't get drunk and like, oh, excuse me, I've got to go masturbate in front of the mirror in my bedroom. No. Is <laughs> that when you're dead sober? I, I do it sober because that's, you know, and I've been working out a little bit, and I, I did just see an ab. I saw an ab recently. Uh, it was covered in fat still, but the fat sort of had an ab design. Man, you, you truly live a terrible life, man. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not you. Yeah, Kevin, that would be the right answer. <laughs> ben, Ben, you can't get hung up on it because if you have a small dick, as long as it gets hard, you're fine. Your yeah. only problem is if you have a small dick and it can't get hard. Mm-hmm. Well, so as long as you can get it hard, then don't worry about what it. What about a big dopey dick that can't get hard? How's that? That's th- that's dopey worse. Dick. <laughs> worse. I think dopey dick you, is the best term. You come and it sounds like duh. <laughs> <laughs> Dick's all gray and shit. <laughs> Ray. <laughs> I just imagine a fucking leaky, dopey, gray ass. Uh, just like reruns of The Simpsons. <laughs> My dick just oh, likes man. to watch it Lisa. It fucking loses its tail and it doesn't care about nothing. It's so it's sad. Raining. In, in it's Eeyore raining cock. next to the woods. <laughs> but yeah. no, you're like, come on, man, get up, get up. No, nah, man. That's the worst. Eeyore cocks are the worst. Size, is, size matters less than attitude, I think. All right, all right. Attitude, ferocious. <laughs> like a sassy dick. Yeah, mine's always mean and mad. <laughs> Mine is misogynist, man. It just hates women. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Now, Louie, you like a larger gal. We talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah. And that, that helps with the penis because it, it helps you just like forget. There's so much meat going around. <laughs> There's a lot of meat going around that you can't even really think about the own uh, the size of your own penis because you're just too busy trying to figure out how you're going to enter that you know unbelievable coliseum of puss. You know you, you should bring a chariot in, fill it with uh, mini Trojans, things of that nature. Uh, you know how do you get in there? And so it makes it easier. But when you're just Actually, alone and you have all the time in the world to think about how big your hand is and how small your dick is and why your butt hurts, I mean, I think Molly just turned off the podcast and she's here. <laughs> That's a sad thing. Oh man. That's, That's another episode of Kissel's Corner. <laughs> Time to put the kitties to bed, mom and dad. Kissel's Corner's over. If a oh, dick God. falls in the fat. <laughs> How much cum does it make? Oh, oh my god! I mean, could you imagine if Ben grew up in Texas? How oh. fucking horrible that would have been! No, it, it would have been better than Wisconsin. I you think so? It. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, look at me. I did all right. I grew up in small town Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah You're a serial killer, Marcus. A bit, but this <laughs> <laughs> is still not that I talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought that uh, I may be a serial killer, but I haven't killed anyone yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good go. point. <laughs> Speaking of murders, Marcus, I think there's some of the news. <laughs> uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, we got we got animal murder. Oh, all right. Uh, hey, oh, yeah, your yeah, forte, yeah. my friend. Yes, it. it is. I told you before the show, Marcus, so you were gonna make animal murder happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I knew it was a possibility, but I didn't want to ruin the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this guy named Sean Mulcahy, mm-hmm. his uh, brother Ryan slept with his fiance. So Sean slit the throat of Ryan's cat, dumped it in a ditch across the street, and then texted Ryan a photo of the dead cat in the ditch with okay, the slit throat. Can I ask, was it a bitchy cat? Because it was a bitchy fucking cat. All I'm saying is some fucking cats are real bitches. That needs to be the new iPhone commercial, by the way. <laughs> Technology working out perfect. Um, I think that's a. Per- I think that's a actually a completely fine revenge. What do you think, uh, Alex? Do you think killing the cat after your killing your brother's cat after your brother just slept with your wife? Do you think that's a fine compromise? No, that dude could have fucking hated the cat to begin with, and he could have been like, "Good, I'm gonna go back to fucking his wife." But in vice versa, the guy could have hated his wife and been like, "Good, someone needs to fuck that hose hound." Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. So I think though. it's I an imperfect right. solution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that, yeah, did we forget the, the, the ending is uh, happily ever after? Uh, uh, the guy was, uh, he was sentenced to 30 months of probation and 150 hours of community service. As he summed it up for the judge, quote, it was definitely fueled by out of control emotions as well as alcohol. 
Oh, well, you yeah, should have left wasted. the alcohol out, and you probably would have got a better chance. Hey, Ed, uh, do a mugshot description for me of this guy. He is happy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn cat is dead. Yeah, he's thrilled. <laughs> he's very proud of himself. He's like, yeah, man, that cat's dead as hell. I'm in jail, and that cat, oh, now it's a oh, cute God. little picture. I hope that's the picture of the cat, because that thing is so nice. <laughs> so like, yeah. the it's like, the cat's like hugging a little orphan boy in the picture. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, they've got these two. It's a uh, image carousel, and the first image is the guy smiling his ass off, and the next image is like the cutest cat you've ever seen. Oh, that's great. It's like a match made in heaven. Yeah, I think right. it's, so he got 30 months probation for that? Yeah. Seems like a little. Seems like it should be. Oh, yeah. I feel less. like it's a lot, quite honestly. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's a bunch. Yeah, you know, did you hear that? He slit the throat. Cat, which is actually a very convenient way to kill an animal. Yeah, that's how they kill pigs. You hide it upside down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There was just that story a couple weeks ago about the family feud between the brother and the sister, and the 18-year-old brother killed his sister, his 17-year-old sister, or something. Remember, she was in her 20s even. He killed her gerbil. Yeah. And uh, he is—he could go to prison for two years. He what? threw it against Be- the wall because he oh. threw a gerbil against a wall, well, which is—I to- oh, feel like man. there's a huge double standard. Yeah. What is this? The last emperor? The last emperor? You ever seen that? <laughs> no, I never saw. It. Oh man, that little Asian emperor fucking kills a mouse in front of some girl. It's great. Throws it against the wall. Nothing happened to him. He was the emperor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obama can kill as many cats and, and rodents as he wants. But I think that is bizarre. I mean, I, I feel like the crime doesn't fit the punishment. If you kill an animal, I, I don't know if you should ever do any jail time, only because our culture is so driven by meat. Yeah. All we do is eat meat, and but it's like all of a sudden... eat the cat. You know, if he would have ate the cat, maybe it would have been something different. You think no, that would have been better? It's also he not his better. cat. Yeah. He would have been better off by... I, I'm totally with Kissel on this one. Uh, hey oh, Wow! Let's just... Can we get a sound effect for that? <laughs> just the sound of the end of the fucking world? <laughs> oh, man. I wish he'd but done no. something with the cat, like uh, like in that Chappelle show sketch. Like, he, he kills a cat, and then he's like... He takes pictures of him and the dead cat on a roller coaster, and him he's walking with the dead cat <laughs> along a beach. You know what I mean? Like he did all this shit with his dead cat right. even after he was dead. Just to be like, fuck <laughs> Right. Well, he, that's the thing is that he took a picture of the cat in the ditch across the street. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, but he, but it was kind of, it was he was about halfway there. He's like idea. pointing at it and smiling, like, "Oh shit, it's your fucking cat." Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just that wouldn't have killed his cat. I would have just burnt his fucking house down. That would have yeah, been we'll worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless you saved the cat and you were holding it and petting yeah. it outside as his house burns. Oh, that's yeah. creepy as hell. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That would have probably no jail time or no probation for that. that I mean, yeah, he's probably a dude just knew the law and like weighed the consequences. Like, I'm not gonna burn out his house and go to jail for like ten. Years I could smash his Xbox, but I want to come over and play that later. So, <laughs> so kill this cat. Right. Yeah, I, I guess if you're just walking around your brother's house, and you're like the thing that I hate the most around here. You see the cat, you're immediately cat. I hate that cat, and then you just kill it. Well, he's talking about emotional dam- emotional damage for amount of time you're going to serve. I mean, that's that's really getting at it. If you just kill someone's animal. Oh, that's fucking easy. See, I'm right thinking take a dump on the animal. You come home, it's just a shit log. <laughs> your cat is ruined. If you take a dump on the cat, yeah. it's ruined. You, you have to throw the cat out. That's a great point. You shit on a cat. I mean, you can't keep the cat. <laughs> my brother shat on it. No, I'm sorry, shat cat. You gotta go. How do you keep the cat shat still cat. enough to shit on it? Yeah, exactly. You, you glue its paws to the ground. <laughs> so you glue its paws. Oh, it's like the quarter trick as well. Glue Blue quarters to the ground. When he goes mad. to pick up the cat, he just rips off the cat's legs. He's like, I didn't know gravity had changed. I didn't know he knew the cat weighed 5,000 pounds now. How mad would you be? You come home, your cat's paws glued to the ground. Like, Damn, I got shitted on cat in my living room. I gotta get rid of this cat, but you can't. It's stuck there. Then you gotta cut it. You gotta cut his throat yourself. Force him to kill the cat. You're gonna have to burn the cat so it just disintegrates <laughs> oh my goodness I, I I love this guy's revenge I think that's one of the most peaceful ways you could possibly get back on he's your like Gandhi <laughs> yeah. no that is a night I it's mean, not it, peaceful he killed an animal 
incredible. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> we eat. I mean, Louis, what do you think about these stories where people are getting sentenced to probation in prison for killing pets? I mean, I understand the emotional attachment to the pet of the person who owns it, mm-hmm. all that jazz. But at the same time, you probably just had a pulled pork sandwich at fucking Arby's or a shrimp taco at Taco Bell. It's like, what's the difference? Well, I mean, for some reason, I feel the big difference is between the cat and the gerbil. Like the fucking gerbil. Like, come on, man, a gerbil. Yeah, that's barely alive. No, you know, ger- fucking throw it <laughs> on the wall. Gerbils are ah, dumb as fuck. <laughs> it's like oh, grass is alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if gerbils were extinct, the world would not change. Yeah, <laughs> nothing would be different. <laughs> yeah, I can't, what would be? What's one different thing that would exist in the world of gerbils? There'd right be here? more permit crabs in houses. <laughs> 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 that is the difference. And more ham- more hamsters and assholes, I think. <laughs> There'd be more lonely children, just like if there was no cats. Oh, man. No, well, I was a lonely always... child, and I'm oh, fine. Look what you I'm fucking fine. opened up, Molly. <laughs> I was alone. I didn't have some bitchy cat fucking with my time. Oh, man, nah. you just had a dog that your parents used to call you the name of the dog. Yeah, they go, Ariel. Holden. Dog's name was Ariel, which <laughs> fucking sounds nothing like Holden. You're like, Mom, just hold on. I'm rubbing money all over over my body. <laughs> oh, I love to Just rub money on me. Just taking this money bath that the family provides for me every fucking All night. Fuck right. <laughs> you! What his his God, mother what was a lawyer. About? His mother was fucking a lawyer. And it's like, <laughs> how, how on earth are you upset about your childhood? I mean, daddy bought me toys. Fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like daddy bought me everything, but I didn't daddy want everything. Daddy bought me plenty of toys. I said, I want car now. And he was like, fine, have car you have. We talked, <laughs> you already we have talked weird. Uh, God, I miss I miss them. I just want to be back with mommy and daddy. They and used to bathe me and take care of me. Uh, it sucks taking showers on by yourself. That blows. <laughs> That's why being a parent is impossible. Because you have a kid and you give them everything and they turn out like Holden. And like, all I wanted to do is not be a comedian. I used to call mommy my favorite sponge. Oh my God. So gross. Uh, that is the sickest thing ever said on the podcast. Oh man, that's great. I got a, got a mother story. No, oh, right, uh, nice. An addled mom is boasting that she injects Botox into her eight-year-old daughter's face every three months so she can ba- be a quote star. Kill her. Kill that woman. Kill the kid too. It's dead. Yeah. <laughs> how is it? How is it that they can do that to a human being? Killing a gerbil gets you two years, and killing a cat gets you thirty months of probation. When this fucking woman is injecting an eight-year-old with Botox, it's don't nobody far- want an ugly baby, man. Oh. At the end of the day, <laughs> no, yeah. I understand an ugly baby. Why do you have a wrinkly baby? Just, <laughs> well, if your kid's all wrinkly, then fucking something's wrong. You know? yeah, yeah, this yeah. is like, not illegal true. in the least bit. It's not illegal. Not illegal what? at all. That's why. Not illegal really? to inject your child with drugs? No laws. I love that you guys are like bleeding hearts when it comes to an eight-year-old, and when it's the cat, you're like, slit that cat's throat. Fuck cats. Yeah, the difference is human being versus cat. I know. I know. But I wouldn't expect you to be such like, oh, that poor eight-year-old. I'm just upset. I miss Jackie. <laughs> Jackie would be like, I wanted to rape that eight-year-old. Good thing she's hot as fuck now. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's I'm holding ridiculous. holding a mirror up to you, Ed. <laughs> if you don't like what you see, that's your fault. <laughs> and the mom says that, uh, I wish that I'd had the same advantages when I was younger. I know one day she will be a model, actress, or singer, and having those treatments will ensure she stays looking baby-faced for longer. It would be kind of funny to see an eight-year-old with big fake tits, though. Well, here's the eight-year-old. <laughs> I'm just for my personal give that to Holden. Correct. <laughs> no, here's what the eight-year-old says. Uh, she's looking forward to a, quote, boob and nose job soon so that I can be a star. Oh, my God. How soon is soon? Oh so this, this eight-year-old's never going to be a star. She's never going to be a successful model or actress or entertainer, but she's going to have all the accoutrements of neuroses mm-hmm. that go with being a star, which means she's just going to be the worst wife ever. Her, and she's yeah. going to be a fry cook at Arby's for the next nine. She's going to see miles of dick by ten. I know yeah. that. <laughs> That's true too. I tell you what, if she gets a solid eight minutes, I'll book her on dog shit. 
That's right, young sweet titties. You come over, you do dog shit. Sweet eight minutes. Get those tassels and lingerie ready. It's going to be a hot, hot show. This, this remind, there's a, American Apparel now is selling clothes for uh, bras for eight-year-olds that are padded, swimsuits and stuff like that. I just, I mean, I don't want to sound like too old here, but we are starting to sexualize these gals pretty fucking young. Yeah, man. Eight years old. Who is attracted to an eight-year-old body? No, not even eight-year-olds. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Eight-year-olds think they're creepy and full of the goobers because yeah, they're man. disgusting. Like, this story is... It's bordering on pedophile corner. Oh, yeah. It's it bordering absolutely. on. I mean, Squirt! Molly, what do you... Th- yep. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Molly, what do you think about this? Because it does seem to be happening just more and more. Oh, that's horrifying. But uh, I completely agree. Girls are being uh, sexualized earlier and earlier. Although, even when I was a kid, by the time I was in sixth grade, all the girls were shaving their legs. That's sixth grade. Well, and you were from the Midwest, and they had very hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> and wearing bras as well. By, like, fifth grade, everyone was wearing bras. Well, I mean, I think it's... I mean, but they had huge knockers, I would have no. said. Nothing. <laughs> They're like you're like seventy five pounds when you're in fifth grade. You When'd you start wearing a bra? Uh, like I because everyone. Else Four years was. from now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my last hey. joke. I apologize, Molly. I want to apologize. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> no, no. Let's recruit. <laughs> totally warranted. I started wearing one far before I deserved one. I probably I don't I still don't need to wear one if I don't want to. Oh, that's nice. Fun fact. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank I think you. that's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, no, I love having smaller tits. If I had huge tits, they're they're a pain in the ass. They're like you, they're flopping all over the place. I don't. I wouldn't. You're know freaking what to do. Ben out right now. No, 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 no terrified. She's that. making Ben happy with you. She can deal with his little dick. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I could I could actually titty fuck you with my small little pencil oh. cup. <laughs> it's pretty disgusting. Uh, but <laughs> just a world of images I want erased immediately. Just yeah, man. everyone know that Ben is cup. Ben and the rest of us are us. <laughs> uh, but no, I just had this huge conversation. Uh, I don't. I, I was talking about it. my girlfriend. She went to an all-girls school, uh-huh. and five of her friends had breast reductions and I was hanging out with all of them last night and they were all they were just, all together? All together. This breast is like, reduction reunion. They all had them and they, I bet from, their tits are still big. Oh they're huge. Yeah I mean wow. you don't you, the doctor he's not Mengele for Christ's sake he's not trying to make these women look dead. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it was and they were describing them be like oh you should have seen us before. Watermelons. I mean just and they were saying words that they would think that I wouldn't like. They were like grotesquely huge. <laughs> Abnormally big. I mean, just pounds and pounds of fat trying to turn me off. To the, and I'm like, that is what I love. And, and, and Mars said, oh, they would have been down to my navel by now with gravity. Great. And I can get there. I know exactly where that is. Uh, so, anywho, oh, my penis is small and I'll never. We got to drown in tits. <laughs> well, it's time for a segment. You follow from, that? All you right. got to follow that. It's time for well, a segment. I mean, from you're kind of working with me on this one. We need oh, yeah. some stats on Detroit. This segment's about Detroit. Oh, um, fuck that place. So, how many people has Detroit lost over the last, what, what two years, you said? Ten years. Ten over years. the last ten years, Detroit's population has dropped 25%. That's smart. Uh, Those 200. Are smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Escape from Detroit, John Carpenter's new film. Yeah, yeah 237. 7,500 people left Detroit in the last 10 years. But they still raised $50,000 for a RoboCop statue <laughs> just because they're worried it's slowly becoming the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they know that RoboCop statue is never going to come to life? <laughs> like, maybe if we just build him and pray around it for three hours. <laughs> not the fucking leprechaun. <laughs> um, so anyway, so this this segment, all right, what do you, you own Detroit. You own this fucking horrible piece of shit town. What are we doing here, people? What are we doing? Ah, so it's like a Sims. Like a Sell Sims it to Canada. For how much? Anything. I'll take a fucking bucket of blankets and a case of whiskey. I got Indian prices. <laughs> <laughs> Smallpox-infected blankets. That is immune to smallpox. (laughs) No, Detroit, we definitely need to cut Detroit off. Cut Michigan off, too. Well, I kind of want to build, like, a floating kingdom above it, you know? Like, fucking house, like, like, scientific experiences, experiments, forbidden mutant creatures. You can just do that in Detroit and no one will even notice, because everyone's (laughs) dying anyway. 
Exactly. The population went down, but murder still is on the rise. I mean, I think we weird. Could, you know, Maybe the population just went down because 25% got killed. Because of all the murders. There's yeah. nothing but murderers left there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let them kill each other for a while. That sounds like a great TV show. <laughs> yeah, just build a river around Detroit and make it like no escape. <laughs> Send Ray Liotta and uh, what's, the, what's the black guy? Ernie Hudson there. <laughs> we can make it like Australia and make it like our own little convict uh, island and send yeah. all the convicts. That's yeah, actually yeah. not a bad idea. It would, probably like help, it would help the uh, Michigan economy if we just sent. I mean, the way and we then, said, And then let like 15 Catholic schoolgirls loose in the, right. on the convict. Oh. The bad the exercise. The bad the ex- ones, yeah. Oh, yeah. like a battle royale type thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with murder preset murderers already on the island. That'd nice. be pretty sweet. Yeah, and if you murder everybody and you're the only one left, you get to leave Detroit. Yeah, yeah, but first you have to pass... <laughs> <laughs> you can finally leave. And you, yeah, yeah, we'll dress a guy up like King Koopa and you'll like throw hammers at people. But then, <laughs> of course, the sequel is like you get to leave Detroit, but you have to go to South Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll just be an end shot of him entering South Dakota, which oh, is very okay. devastating. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sending all the murderers to Michigan I think would be a great idea the way they send all the retards to North Dakota, from wh- which is where I'm from, that's that's like they built all of these inst- institutions. You're not from North Dakota. I was born there. You were born in North Dakota? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I lived there for six years. They sent retards there? It That was Fargo's biggest industry, so they had all of the hospitals and all of those things in the Fargo's 80s. biggest kind of industry is retards? I hate to keep uh, yeah, no, interrupting it's- you. <laughs> <laughs> it's North Dakota! It is. Uh, that's, the, that's the total truth. What do they do? They like run on mills and power the whole city. Like, what do they? What kind of industry is based on retard farming? The nursing industry is what it. And the doctors. So it's like doctors and nurses go to North Dakota to take care of all the retards that are there, that are in the homes of all the people in the Midwest who just like drop them off in the frozen tundra that is that state, and then they leave and they leave their kids there forever. I mean, it literally is like thirty percent of North Dakota has Down syndrome. Really? Oh yeah. my god. And there's only six hundred. I'm dead serious. I would love to like, get the real stat on this, but Dude, that sounds great. Real, I hope it's, should, I hope it's 30%. They should have like a whole nerve-like city more. and they can all be there and just go buck wild, just <laughs> retard fucking and retard fucking I would shit. totally take vacations there, yeah. too, by the way. That just would be go so there much and fun. be king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, if we could take, if we could somehow get the retards out of North Dakota and bring them to Detroit and Michigan, then we could just have the killers kill the retards. Yeah, or, or Dude, the retards knows? are super strong, man. Yeah, or the retards kill the killers. That would be fun That's war, a fun war to watch. Yeah, that would, would be an be. amazingly slow. When are war we to gonna watch? finally get these fucking human war games on television <laughs> like we've been promised by like so many That's sci-fi what we movies? Need to do with Detroit. That's man. what I'm saying. Human war. Light games. it on fire. Whoever gets out, shoot them. <laughs> Tell them they get a bigger reward. It's not like Stalin. Good God. KB, what would you do to Detroit right now to actually help the city? What are you going to do? I, I mean, they're know, losing man. people I left and right. fucking probably just open some aquariums and shit. <laughs> oh, you're trying to educate the people. There's an idea. I mean, they just need to smile, man. <laughs> Several aquariums. That's a great platform. The aquarium for everyone in the city. You can't open aquariums in a city that's out of glass. (laughs) How did they make a shank out of the aquarium? They just whittled down an entire building into the smallest shank. Well, that sounds amazing, Marcus. Did you get the stat on North Dakota? Uh, no, I can't. I can't find it. Uh, you know, thirty percent. Right. Just go thirty. I'm like, telling I mean, you, was, I don't know the. Go- I just typed in Down syndrome population percentage North Dakota. And yeah, like how do you even? And it just comes up North Dakota birth defects surveillance and monitoring system. That's a weird one. Well, all right. Oh, and I was trying to make you download something. Yeah, I gotta download a PDF report. You guys keep going. I'll do some research. I'll see what I can do. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, look how tiny that retard's feet are. Yeah. <laughs> That we're looking at. It's a baby. <laughs> okay, well, this is 2001 to two. Okay, let's. In all honesty, in all honesty, Molly, if that baby, if the if the father of that baby fucked his brother's wife, and the and the brother came back and stabbed going, the baby, going, and fucking cut the baby's head off and threw it, and then took a picture of it with his iPhone, what do you feel worse for, the cat or the retarded baby? I'm not saying that killing animals is as bad as killing children. No, the retarded baby. <laughs> So it's like they're both animals. You know... <laughs> I just can't believe you want to be associated with the round table of gentlemen ball. I know, she keeps coming back. back. You, keep coming back. <laughs> you know what's going to happen here. I mean, what are you thinking? I, 30 months probation? I, uh, just as a... <laughs> 
You know, I used to work with retarded children, so I actually, uh, I'd say... Uh, ten months probation. Ten months probation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's no, about I'm, right. I am, I'm just teasing. They're great, but they're very difficult. <laughs> oh, they're retarded. Yeah. It's like a car that only goes in reverse. Be like, I love that car, but I can't drive it for shit. Yeah. Because so you it's go. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, good thing for the retards. I think. Are we gonna wrap? Should we wrap up the podcast? Yeah. I mean, as long as has everyone uh, talked about what they want to do with Detroit. I feel like Detroit's been solved. I think Detroit Aquariums, has been solved. I think yeah, I think, yeah, I'm, yeah, number one, aquariums. Yeah. I like that just making things happen. As a political platform, uh, Kevin, <laughs> for Kevin Barnett, some aquariums and shit. <laughs> we can take the, the uh, you know, mentally disabled children from North Dakota, we can take them to visit uh, the what aquariums so in Detroit and re- generate a bunch of revenue. That's a good idea. A good we'll idea. take the retards to be at the aquariums, but then we'll leave them in the aquariums, and then we'll just like throw them in the tank, <laughs> and then we just watch retards swim. Oh, so it's like... <laughs> The retards become the aquarium. A retard aquarium. And the most peaceful and suckling podcast of all time. All right, Molly Neppel, thank you so much for being here. I got to look at my notes me. for all the words that I came up with for people. Uh, Molly Neppel, the very, uh, oh, I already said it's sportive. Okay. And then what? Ed Larson, the corpulent, uh, ponderous whale like. Those are all adjectives for fat. Yeah. 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 Uh, Marcus, I give you talkative. Uh, you're eloquent, languishous, and voluble. Oh, thank you. And uh, the wonderful Holden McNeely. Hi. Uh, this is for vivacious. Buoyant, limber, and twinkle toes. Ooh, I like so twinkle that's toes. Kind of fun. I like buoyant. That's right, KB. Yep. I forget exactly what this is meaning, but monotonous, <laughs> papkin, and ho hum. Boring. Is boring. You just called it boring. Boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kevin's boring. I am sorry. Very unexciting life. Sorry. I am Ben, and I want to thank Louis Katz uh, for being here, and uh, and of course Alex Cole. Thank you so much, and uh, spread it around San Francisco, please. All right. Hell yeah, that's been the roundtable, yeah, gentlemen. We'll be a hit over there. Oh, we're gonna be a huge hit. All right, that's the roundtable, gentlemen. Thanks for listening. I'm loving it. No. Oh. God damn it. Taking the McDonald's. I'm loving it. Yeah, such a piece it. of shit. <laughs>